0: episode of be on the court today we have special guests Nellie Stevenson hello and then we also have coach Matt and coach Joe
1: what's up hello <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so today coach Nellie she's back um, for winter break trying to get in a podcast get some updates on her most recent season as a division one player and kind of just get more insight on her whole experience so, Nellie, tell us about how is was
2: Montana? <laughs> uh, Montana's pretty cool. I mean, a little different, but, I mean, it's a cool environment to be in. So, yeah. How was your season overall? Uh, it was a pretty good season. I feel like um, it was pretty uh, rough in the first part of the season, but I think we got the hang of it, and, you know, we managed to go all the way. So, yeah. Nice, I think you had like a 24-9 and
0: um, record, and then you guys also had um, postseason appearances with the conference tournament, Big Sky, and the NIVC. Yes.
2: Yeah, what does that say for national? Invitation volleyball or something. Championship or something like that, yeah. yeah.
0: That's awesome. Okay, yeah, so we're definitely going to get into all of those things. Um, but I do want to ask, like, what, like, what was your favorite part, like, about living in Montana and then, like, playing for Montana?
2: Um, so, I remember saying I chose Montana because of, like, the environment the community. Like, it reminded me of my old school. Um, but I think my favorite part was just, like, getting to be in a place, something, like, being a different place other than, like, being in the city. I feel like I got to be get used to, like, something different, so... I think it was pretty cool. I met some pretty cool people. The team, like the team, is amazing, and yeah. So yeah.
3: What's the <clears throat> What's the culture in Montana? Because, like, for example, like you live in Nebraska, it's like you know, Husker vol. Was it Husker volleyball yeah. for life, right? Mm-hmm. For like in Montana, what's the What's the vibe over there?
2: Um, pretty chill. I mean, it kind of it's really like quiet out there. Uh, not too crazy, but. <laughs> It's really fun. It's really fun like on the weekends like um you know we get to like hang out and stuff. It's just like the same college life like we get to go out and stuff, but um yeah, it's pretty chill out there. I mean, pretty different than out here, but yeah, I like it.
3: Is um is it like your campus? Is it you know, it's kind of like those schools. Is it like, you know, like Oregon like outside of Oregon, it's very, you know, retirement, but then university of oregon if you're there on campus it's like a whole nother you know, a whole nother world you know yeah Once you step outside campus it's like totally different. totally different yeah it's like that in montana or is yeah
2: it i mean i feel like you'll see the vibe everywhere i feel like it's just pretty chill everywhere mm. you know like it's none too crazy out there so yeah
3: are they big volleyball fans
2: yes they're actually big volleyball fans and there's a lot of kids like from schools that come out and like watch you play especially for like the rivalry game against montana um everybody just comes out and we play in like in this big arena called, like at our school and like, everybody just comes out and yeah
1: is that the montana versus montana state yes because <laughs> i saw that instagram post yeah how many fans came out because that was like a full stadium
2: it was like about <clears throat> i think Four thousand something. Yeah.
1: And you guys ended up. Winning yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
3: We won in four. Instagram Damn.
1: So yeah. It was is pretty like cool.
3: Those those uh colleges are like very community community based. Yes. Like, yeah. A lot of them actually come out to the games.
2: Yeah.
3: Damn. It must be a cool atmosphere. I have a question about.
1: Um, talk about like your facility, cause like, I like watch a lot of videos about like sports facilities and stuff. Talk talk about it. Is it like legit? Like Like our gym or like everything? Like your your just your experience. Yeah, like your weight room, your your facilities, like your um dining like privileges, whatever. Like talk about like what they offer over there.
2: Um yeah, so I feel like in our training facility, like where we lift and stuff, we have like our own um uh, conditioning weights coach, and we lift pretty much every day, and then yeah i mean they provide they provide for us like they give us like this thing called red card it's like it has like like six so every day in the summer we had this thing called red card and they put like sixteen dollars in it every day and like there's like these like um food spots that you get to choose from and then you just go after like um training and then just go eat every single day and then um Lit. Yeah, and then if not the red car then they just give us like per diem like about like I say like fifteen dollars to go buy us a meal after training. But um yeah. It's so pretty good.
3: Cool. So every day you're you're good.
2: Yes. Like pretty much. Yeah. As
3: a D one athlete you yeah. don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. They take care of everything. They take
2: you. care, even like when we fly to like other places they give us per diem or provide us for breakfast, lunch and dinner and so stuff. So.
1: do you have a nutritionist?
2: Yes, we do.
3: Dang. <laughs> so are you guys like on a, de- a, s- a specific diet?
1: Uh,
2: n- no, but um, we have this like fueling station. After every lift, we go to get like protein shakes or something, and some snacks before practice. Switching. So, yeah.
1: What's your um, favorite meal? I guess of that the they day. Offer?
0: Is
4: it like, goldfish? Just you like It <laughs> probably is goldfish. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I but. meant, like.
1: Like, I don't know, you had a long day of school practice, and practice, you are like, feeling kind of tired and down. What meal would you oh, I'm <laughs> looking forward to this meal. I'm about to, you,
2: know? Why you <laughs> Okay, if I'm, like, tired or, like, I'm just, like, probably lazy, like, to make something for myself, I'll probably just go to, like, Chipotle or something. On okay. campus? Yeah.
1: And that's on campus? No. Unfortunately, oh, so, no. So, out of campus? Yeah. Well, okay, what about in campus, like, because you have options, so, like, what's your go-to?
2: Hmm... Probably like a taco salad. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, they yeah they, they, they have, like yeah, a taco they have that in their dil- yeah, dining. Mm. A dining
3: lot of colleges have
0: that like a taco bowl. Yeah, you know you I gotta was, like just make your own and stuff. I so. was watching something um, of you guys and then I think you guys were in a room. Maybe you guys were waiting for like a seating or like announcement. But I saw you and you were like eating something, <laughs> and I was like, "Is that goldfish?" Because you were like, just Probably like laughing. Goldfish. Oh,
2: was it like in the? It looked like watch a show? class. Yeah, it looked okay. like.
0: Were yeah. you eating goldfish?
2: I think so. That you know, is so funny. doesn't some change.
0: You, know, you
3: know, if you guys, uh, when Nelly was uh, in club before, every time we're Cheetos. off the court, she's eating something. <laughs> she's snacking on something every time, single time.
0: That's why I thought it was funny when I saw it. I was like, oh, she's still the same Nelly, <laughs> sitting by herself, Always eating something. eating something. <laughs>
3: what about the, Nelly, what about the facility, so the facilities, like, how's your locker room? Like, Ooh. you know, because I've seen some crazy college D1 college is like yeah it's nice you know
2: um from what i heard our locker room has been like it's different now it wasn't like how it is right now well they remodeled it yeah they remodeled it and nice yeah like they put like the, these name tags if like they're kind of like okay. i don't know they're kind of pretty cool but Dang. i was like, like tvs a picture, in there but uh yeah we have like so we have one lock our locker room and then it's a bathroom next to it and then we have like this separate room where we watch film in it and like it's like a chill area oh, right oh wow so, yeah it used to be the girls basketball locker room but they gave it to us because they gave girls basketball a different locker room
1: so is your locker like ventilated and all that yeah like, damn it's legit yeah. <laughs> is, uh, I wish I could show a picture but I know, know cool.
2: pull up. we're gonna pull up you.
3: <laughs> you know uh, is it do they give you so like your bathroom is that like a big bathroom with yeah. showers and that's where you guys take care of everything and then yes. like oh wow so yeah. everything you need is in the locker room also
2: yeah pretty much yeah.
3: how about how about your gear so like you guys are armor, right mhm so is it like uh, everything's set your shoes are brought out your gear is brought out for the day type mm-hmm. of thing yeah dang
2: and like we have like uh there's this guy that just like does all our laundry and like before game days he just puts our jerseys like in our lockers and then puts like all our um gear in it so wow
4: yeah,
2: yeah. and we have like our own <coughs> cubby so like we drop off our laundry in like this little area and then he washes it and then the day after we just go pick up our loops and then yeah it's kind of legit yeah, i'm telling
3: you division ones are like a step down from like professional <laughs> in terms of like how they take care of the players, you know, because mm-hmm. they really want you to perform at, at your best, which they don't want distraction. Like, you know, like honestly, you know, lower mm. levels, it's like oh my god, I forgot my jersey, you know. <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about that if you're in D one, because yeah. they're gonna bring it for you, you know. Yeah,
0: what's like, l- like what's a typical game day for you guys? Like film or like breakfast, um, team stuff. So, um, it's pretty. It's a home game.
2: Yeah, a home <laughs> game. We usually. uh... Well, it's kind of similar to an away game we usually have practice in the morning like mm-hmm. around like 10 or 11 and then we have like downtime until like 4 p.m and then we have pre-game meal at like four o'clock and then we have a servant pass at like five thirty, and then we usually warm up at like 6 15 and then yeah we play at seven
0: do you guys do like study hall or like like film uh for film like do you guys do film the same day as game day
2: we we do it uh the day before. The day before. So like before our practice. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Yeah.
3: Tell us about your your coaching staff cuz uh, you don't know anything about them, but how are they? I know. I know that their head coach came from like um
1: some like one of the top programs, right? Yeah. Uh, so my
2: coach and his wife um they came from Minnesota, so <coughs> they had a lot of experience with like big-time teams and um they so were the coaches of they were assistants, the assistants of so um and my head coach was like he was the main coach for like setters so it kind of like mm-hmm. helped me in a way but um yeah they're really cool they're really like understanding and very chill but they're also like very competitive so
3: when we watch your game at SAC, so the the female coach mm-hmm. is his wife yeah oh yeah That's cool.
1: Explain, like, um, is there, like, a big difference in terms of, like, the coaching style or, like, maybe how they approach? Because I know, like, everyone's basically, like, D1 at this point, so, you know, there's not much, you know, I'm pretty sure they don't have to, like, try to motivate you to play. It's kind of given when you're a D1 athlete. So what's, like, the biggest difference playing at, like, a JUCO and then going straight to a D1? What did you notice in terms of I guess, like, the coaches, at all, I guess also, like, you can include, like, <clears throat> what did you notice from your teammates, too? Uh,
2: I would say the biggest difference, like, between Juco and D1 is, like, I think I told Linda this, like, it's, everybody's good. Uh, everybody's, I don't think there was ever a team where we, we were, like, oh, like, we don't have to worry about it. Other than Juco, it's, like, kind of different, like, you kind of expect different. But um, in D1, you're just, like, preparing for, like, the best, you know, just playing, good teams who like won conferences won or had this many NCAA appearances um but I feel like everybody like on my team I think I noticed that they were just all like driven they were all determined and they wanted to win especially Montana State not being like or they never won a tournament Mm -hmm. or or conference championship so they were just really driven I feel like they wanted to win so yeah and you don't really see that often oh yeah and my coaches are just like they're kind of the same I mean they came to Montana for a reason they wanted to you know bring that program up so I feel like it was it was really good to be a part of that so yeah
0: do you think like you know your average game day how did you go like would you say like at you want it's like more intense it's more demanding like you really have to like everything you did at like feather river like oh like school and like do you feel like it's more like oh i i need to get this done this time like it's a lot more strict like your schedule
2: yeah uh i feel like this semester i really had to be on top of everything Mm -hmm. because we were traveling every week i don't think there was a week where i was at school like Mm -hmm. for like a full week Mm -hmm. so like we would play so, our game days were, like, Thursday, Saturdays, and we would leave Wednesday, so I would only go to school Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then, like, we had to get our study hours, like, Monday, Tuesday, but it's only two hours, so, like, we had a lot of, like, time to do that, so it mm-hmm. would leave really early in the morning, Wednesday, and then when we get there, we would practice, and then chill, watch film, and then, yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty. What about, like, you know how you say, like, you're basically missing, like, a lot of school? Mm-hmm. Like... Did you try to make your classes, like, not on travel days, or, like, how does it work? Like, are the professors a lot more, like, understanding, or, like, how do they work with you?
2: Uh, yeah, so, in the beginning of the year, we had, um, our advisor gave us, like, a paper. Mm-hmm. Um, It just basically showed, like, all our games, game days and stuff, and the days we were gonna miss, and we just had a paper for each class, and we just gave it to them, just told them and explained them, and, and yeah, they were really understanding, so...
0: Dang. And you never, like, you never fell behind or anything
2: no. like that? Dang, no. Nellie. Okay. Yeah, they were really understanding, like, there's a lot of athletes at Montana, so they were just like, oh, okay, we get it. Like, oh, okay.
1: So you get, like, the extensions and stuff <laughs> if you just <laughs> ask? Mm, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I don't I know. know. Some <coughs> were lenient, but,
2: yeah.
3: You got, you have tutors for your, yeah. just your team?
2: Yeah. Well, not just for our team, but, like, yeah. For, like, but whenever you need text. it. Yeah. They... Yeah. There's, um, like, a lot of business majors on our team and a lot of chemistry majors so yeah they would definitely need it and stuff
3: wow yeah. so like um, if people didn't watch Nelly's first episode Nelly's from San Leandro um, played here at U Suite and then um, went to Feather River College so like, <coughs> like like Joe mentioned earlier from Juco all the way to Division 1 which is like opposite sides of the spectrum of college volleyball how how was your transition period like how were how was the beginning of it because like i mean most i feel like most people would say that's a big jump of like you know where you'd have to adjust you know
2: mm-hmm. um i think in the beginning when i got there in june it was kind of like pretty tough because i mean i didn't really know anybody and when i got there i kind of just got to training like straight to training and Um, it was, like, early mornings, and we had a lift with people I barely even knew, so it was kind of tough, but, I mean, the girls made it easy, they were really, like, welcoming, and, you know, they showed me everything, and uh, just helped me along the way, but it was pretty tough, but I feel like the girls were just really, you know, welcoming, and, you know, yeah, just, like, welcoming with open arms, and just took care of me, and um, especially, like, being a transfer, it was kind of tough, because well, being the only transfer, yeah, it was, yeah, you
3: the difficult. Only transfer? Yeah. So everybody was just already committed. Yeah, there on the team. Been there. Yeah,
2: so oh that, <laughs> I think that's what also made it difficult because it was like hard playing with a group of girls who played with each other mm-hmm. for a while and then like being the new kid. It's like, oh, you know. But
1: yeah. But after they added the new kid, you guys like made the playoffs and stuff. Winning. Yeah, <laughs> positive record. Being
4: so it was pretty
3: good pickup then for them, yeah, yeah. Or you stars. know, I remember <coughs> Nelly. Like I remember we were texting before you went to Montana, but I uh, remember you were saying like, "Oh, you have like two, two other setters in your way, you know, for the starting role." And I remember you you telling me, "Oh, you're gonna just grind, you know, mm-hmm. and go get it, you know, and work hard for the starting spot." And obviously, you got it. You ran a five-one the whole season. You were their their number one setter. Um, how was that like? How's like, how did you get that starting role? When did you feel like you got it? What, what, what you know, how was the competition in the beginning? Like,
2: um, I was kind of like, I mean, I was nervous, but then I also wasn't. Um, I don't know I kind of just like wanted to trust my training a little bit because, I mean, as much as like me and the coaches were talking about like, you know, being a leader on this team and being like the one who runs the offense. I kind of, like, took that as motivation because, you know, obviously anything could happen. Like, I probably wouldn't get the starting spot or I just wouldn't be able to run the offense or um, – but, I don't know, I think just having those coaches who, like, supported me thr- throughout the way, especially being, like, the transfer and being the new kid, like, they just motivated me more every single day. And there's a thing that we do, like, after every practice called tutoring, which is, like, it was, like – yeah, it's called tutoring, and it's basically for, like, extra reps. So it's, like, every single day. Um, but, yeah, I think I did that every single day and just getting reps and, like, just practicing, like, the offense and, you know, everything. Can, so, you, yeah.
1: <clears throat> Can you explain the importance of extra reps and wh- why you chose to do it?
2: Um, I usually do it for repeatability because we run the certain offense and it's, like, kind of fast tempo – and I feel like it's really important because the hitters are also working on, like, their footwork and stuff. So, I had to really, like, practice my, like, my goes, my reds, and, like, my gaps and all of that. Because I feel like in JUCO, I was running kind of a similar offense, but a little slower. But, yeah, so I think the important important thing for me was repeat, repeatability and, like, just being able to keep the same pace every single, like, play. So,
3: so th- those tutoring, <coughs> those tutoring sessions for extra reps, it's optional. Yeah. And then everyday players, you just ask your coach. To yeah. Get some extra reps, basically.
2: Yeah, like, um, like we have this like practice plan, and he always writes tutoring for anybody who wants it. Um. So, and then we kind of just like break. We do break, and then we just kind of ask our coaches like, "Oh, can can I get extra reps? Can I get like some hit, some like dig."
3: So, so you sad. have to be the one after practice to walk up to your coach and ask for yeah wow see sometimes like, th-
2: hey can i like get some more setting reps or yeah can i set some hitters because like there's hitters that i want to s- uh, hit off setters so i kind of just like oh it's kind of easier for me so i can get more like of a reality like well that's him. after practice too after yeah. full practice mm-hmm. you,
1: uh talk about like a typical practice i guess a full practice like
2: like, the drills and stuff? We kind of talked
1: about it earlier last oh. week, but t- t- give, like, a rundown of the type of, like, your pra- a typical practice plan and then, like, t- like the typical drills you'll do.
2: <laughs> um. So, first off, we, like, have a meeting and just talk about, like, the practice plan, and then we'll get into, like, partner work. So, everything is basically timed. So, he, like, writes the time limit for, like, every drill. So, I would do partner work for, like, six minutes, and then... We'll do a lot of serving for about like eight minutes and then we do this thing called pass school setter school and like setters just like go on this court and then passers take the two other courts and the setters just work on like like um like shape and like form and footwork and we just use targets and stuff and then passers just work on like passing and then we do um we do more serving, and we do serve and pass, kind of same thing. And then we do a lot of blocking, like with coaches on blo- boxes. And then we call, we play. We just like we play at the end. We do a lot of playing, so.
3: Oh, cool. like when, wh- like the last half of practice is scrimmaging, or is it like the last hour?
2: Um.
1: How long is your practice?
2: It's like two hours and thirty, kind of
1: two and a half oh yeah. Yeah. see yeah. scrimmage like the last hour or something <coughs> yeah. yeah last hour so like last 30 you said everything's timed so then is that that's obviously like trusting your teammates trusting the team like to be efficient with the time right because mm-hmm. like say you serve for 8 minutes but you don't it's not like a focused yeah. 8 minutes right So. that's
2: what I really like <coughs> about it like we're timed but like it makes everybody like focused and want to get better in that small amount of time
3: so your teammates are locked in everybody's focus, yeah. uh intent like Mm -hmm. on what they're working on
2: yeah we do this we like in the beginning of the season we did this drill it was like three in a row and there was like this one zone like where we had to like just serve it to and like they put like marks around it and we just had to serve in that specific box and i feel like everybody was just like determined to like get that box because they didn't want to be the last one standing (laughs) or else like everybody would just like just look at you and like obviously we're like we're like cheering them on and stuff but it's also like very nerve-wracking so and then the coaches are not going to take you out of that drill unless you finish it. So,
1: so <clears throat> would you say, like, because you're also, like, a coach here at UCLA, would you say, like, the drills that we do for, like, you know, high school level, middle school level, would you say it's, like, almost similar, but obviously, you know, as d athletes, it's like you guys just practice with more intent, right? Yeah. That's kind of, but the drills are almost the same, right? Yeah,
2: <clears throat> definitely more intent, more, like, kind of, a determined mind, like, I feel like if you want to get better, you're just going to have to take advantage of, like, that time and drill.
1: So it could be, like, a simple partner drill, passing drill, but it's, like, kind of what you want to get out of it, right?
2: Yep. Definitely what you want to get out of it. Wait, would you
3: say <coughs> your drills, y- the drills are simple, right? Yeah. They're just, even though you guys are playing at the highest level, it's, your drills are simple. Yeah. Like, yeah, like.
2: yeah I feel like, I think I would say one of Joe's practices, and they were doing Passing to each, like partner passing, and we do that every single day before practice. And yeah, I feel like it's just really important, like the simple stuff and like the fundamentals.
3: Yeah, you know, we tell the kids, <coughs> we've been telling the kids, our teams, our high school teams, that um, it really is not the drill. You know, yeah. it's the way you do the drill. Who's doing the drill? You know, because mm-hmm. I feel like there's this misconception that like the higher level, you know, D one, they're doing like you know, some crazy drills, some like advanced, like special drills, but it's really not. It's like simple, huh? It's like yeah. It's basically just the same old drills you normally do, except you guys are doing it more focused, more locked in, mm-hmm. and at a higher level because you yeah. have D one athletes, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's good because I mean, it, uh, I hope the list, the the players that they're listening, they're hearing that like. That the higher level you go, it's still the same, you know? You still got to do yeah. passing and fundamentals and...
2: Yeah, and, like, even, like, when we watch film, we, we watch film, like, on ourselves, like, our coach, or our coaches are always, like, pointing it out, like, oh, you didn't have a lead leg or you didn't finish your set. So, yeah. And then when you get to practice, it's, like, the main things you want to focus on. So,
3: How's the intensity, like, coaching-wise? Like, when you guys are getting coached over there or when things are heated in the game or something like how is it like is it really intense or um is there pressure
2: i feel like our coaches always reminded us like not everybody's gonna carry the load like i feel like everybody has a role to do and so i think that kind of took pressure off everybody including like me like i wasn't like i don't think there was ever a point where i was just saying to myself like oh my god like i gotta do this for the team or i gotta like put the team on my back like but our coaches always reminded us to, like, do our jobs. So it kind of just took the pressure off, like, every single one of us. So, yeah, I don't think the intensity was, like, as bad. But, I mean, they still, like, demanded something from us and, like, wanted us to, like, play at our full potential. So
3: Nice.
2: I have a question. So, like, obviously
0: you, you, everyone has a Division One mind. They're, like, they're mentally tough. But, like, I'm just thinking, like, you know, your coach calls a timeout um like what are they like what are they saying to you guys are they talking about like we just need to relax or do are they like oh we need to run this we need to run that or like like what what's what do they say in those like tough situations
2: um first they tell us to breathe okay <laughs> they just tell us to breathe and like just like take a deep breath and just take everything in but they also just tell us to like relax and like just play our game i mean i mean i feel like that's what every coach says but mm-hmm. i feel like in tough situations, like, they just tell us to, you know, play our game, um, play how we play in practice, because I feel like in the beginning of the season, we were struggling to do that, we, we couldn't find, like, our rhythm, Mm -hmm. but they told us to, like, play how we, how we do every practice, and, um, kind of just relax, I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody's good, and we knew that, but, um, we were good, too, so, of just reminding ourselves like what we're able to do and like not focus on like the points or like mm-hmm. if we're down or something so it's kind of simple but i feel like in the beginning our coaches told us like we knew that it was going to be tough mm-hmm. so yeah we kind of just took that in and just played every point so i think that's kind of like why we were really pretty successful like in the end. like we knew it was going to be tough and we just had to accept it so mm-hmm. yeah Nice.
3: What, uh, what about <coughs> cause like a lot of a lot of um players today the younger players it's all mental you know mm-hmm. um mental health and all that like uh how do you d- how do you deal with being mentally tough cuz you know hopefully people listening they understand like being a division 1 athlete student athlete is like really um you know competitive and it's really tough to manage you know mm-hmm um so i'll show a lot it's a lot in the classroom it's a lot of traveling so and that's not even talking about volleyball yet you know yeah. and then there's stuff on the court and then right you're fighting for your spa your play time um how did you like how do you handle the mental side of being a division one athlete
2: um i kind of just um well in the beginning i was kind of like afraid to like ask for help like if i was like struggling to do something or I needed or if I didn't even know what I was doing especially like being at a new school and on my own it was kind of just like yeah I was kind of afraid to ask for help but then you know I started asking for help I started like meeting with coaches having like individual meetings and I think that kind of helped me like remind myself that I'm like you know I'm here and like I'm doing what I came here to do and stuff so it kind of just gave me that confidence to like just be tough and Knowing that I'm here for a reason, so I think just having supporter like a support uh, support system like that, it just helped me a lot. And um, having great teammates, I think that was really important to me. So yeah.
3: Did you have to go through um, any adversity, like any, any or any you know like bumps in the road this past season or anything like that?
2: Um, yeah, I would definitely say that being like. So, being, like, on the road and stuff and being, tra- like, traveling a lot, I think there's a point in time where I just, like, completely lost it being a student before an athlete. Um, but, you know, having great, like, advisors and stuff, they, like, helped me, you know, get back on track and, um, like, just, yeah. Just, like, reminding me, like, oh, like, you have to be a student first and stuff. But, I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it was just, like, I lost track and stuff. But, Yeah. They, that was I think that was, like, one of the biggest things. especially like, being on the road a lot was kind of tough. But
3: like, coming up, like, flying. And yeah. And, like, unpacking coming home late. Yeah. you're, like, living out of a suitcase. And then, yeah. oh, you got to do your homework.
2: Yeah. It was and then you got
3: practice or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's one thing. You know, players that want to play in college, <coughs> like, it sounds all cool, you know? Sounds like the dream. Yeah which is always has a lot of uh, pros about it and stuff but they don't realize that that side of it you know yeah. like that especially division one teams yeah. or schools they, they're they traveling they're not just traveling down the street you know <laughs> Yeah. like you guys are flying across you know the country sometimes yeah. <coughs> back to back right or you know and uh, or like game day is like a seven hour you know thing mm-hmm. right they yeah. think oh the game is two hours like there's, like, five yeah. hours of, like, other stuff you have to Literally, do. Literally, yeah. And then after that, you got to go, you know, probably do your homework or something. Yeah. Maybe. So I think it's it's important, like, athletes r- realize that because it's something you have to be ready for, you know? Like yeah. That's why I think a lot of athletes, if they struggle in college or they don't, even if they make a college team and then they don't do well, it's, it's usually those things. Yeah. Like, classroom stuff or time management, balancing, you know? Yeah. Um, and then obviously the mental side of it, um, stuff like that. Yeah. You ever get homesick over there? Or?
2: Yeah, I definitely did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was like pretty, out I mean, when I came home that one week, I think it was like after my summer training, I felt pretty good. And then it was like a good reset before I go back for like fall camp. And then, yeah, I was pretty homesick. I mean, it kind of sucked missing out on a lot. And, like, missing my family and stuff. but.
3: How long is a flight? To uh,
2: a direct flight is, like, two and a half.
3: Oh, okay. It's not like yeah, but, like. Too bad. Yeah. Man, Montana. <laughs> I mean, if there's something you would. I mean, obviously, you like Montana. But if it's something you could change or add to it, like, in terms of student life or, like. Just life over there, like, what's something is like, is it missing something like a boba place? Or, like, what is mm-hmm.
2: it? You know? Uh, I would definitely recommend that, yeah. More like, um, Asian food, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> they need more like good Asian food. Um, I, don't know. Uh, I would say, like, more things to do. I guess, mm. like, I mean, like, it's foods. very a naturey place, like, yeah. there's really nice hikes you can go on. Oh, but like, other than that, it's like, yeah. Kind of, I mean, there, we have this like uh, we have this place like downtown Bozeman. It's like we're like a lot of food places and a lot of like going out places like bars and stuff. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, other than that, like yeah, there's really I wouldn't say nothing to do. I went to my first rodeo. Nice. Oh, um, huh? <laughs> it was pretty fun.
3: <clears throat> like actual rodeo. Uh, yeah. Bulls and stuff.
2: Yeah, it was like a lot of a lot of horseback riding and like yeah oh dang that's cool it was cool it was a good experience but yeah it's just maybe a little bit more things to do I kind of wanted to go skiing one time out there but I can't really uh, do the snow Oh uh, no, bro you might Geez, get hurt dangerous it's really fun ski, though like I they, they said hurt. it was really fun my whole team did it before and they were like oh we gotta take you oh dang <laughs> fishing yeah I haven't done fishing, fishing yet
3: <laughs> yeah so it's a lot of nature <laughs> yeah it's a lot that's of nature that's good stuff. I mean you're fresh air you know
2: Mm-hmm. It's just not yeah, it's just nice to be in somewhere different. I mean, good experience.
3: Yeah.
2: Nice. So, Nelly,
0: where did you like finish in your conference? Where? Like, yeah, like third, fourth, I don't uh, know. Uh, third, yeah. Third. Third. Dang. Yeah, so, I don't know. I was like looking at your record again. Uh, um You basically you won two games in the in your conference tournament mm-hmm. and then you you lost to we were staying in five yes did you guys know you guys were already going to go to the nivc after that like automatically it was
2: yeah it was so it was an option like our coach told us like in the beginning of the trip he was like um oh so there's like this tournament it's called the nivc um if we don't if we're not able to you know win the championship for the conference and go to ncaa but obviously we all wanted to go to Mm -hmm. the ncaa so um, we didn't really think about the NIVC until yeah. like after we lost. So, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Now they talk about. Um, <coughs> so let's talk about the NCAA tournament. How do you even get in there?
2: Uh, you have to win your conference, conference. tournament to get okay. the bid to the to get the to the, the region. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And then and then from there, you, I know you mentioned earlier you play another school in your region first. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So like we yeah we we probably would have played BYU just because like they're kind of close to us. But could have been anybody, to be honest. Mm.
3: So I know we were talking about it <coughs> before the episode started, but um, so y- you're saying you you guys, your team, was one set away from making the, the NCAA tournament. And people who don't follow college volleyball, like any Division one, the highest level, obviously is the NCAA national tournament or championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and just making it into the tournament is already – like an accomplishment, right? Yeah. Like it's already really hard to do, considering how many colleges there are, um, in the country. So you guys are one set away. You were saying yes. to making it, right? Yeah. Tell us about that match or that that game.
2: Maybe that just that last set. Yeah. Okay, that last set. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: who did you play in? The uh,
2: man, yeah. The fifth the fifth set was like we started off really strong. Um, we were like on a serving run. Uh, like we we were serving pretty tough, and they couldn't run their offense. And then they just, I don't know, like after we had that big lead, we kind of just like, it was like what I think after a timeout, we just like completely, like, I think just lost it. I don't know, like, we were just, I don't, I don't, I don't know what was going like, through everybody's heads, but I think in my head, it was just like kind of like, like dang, like, we're, like, I don't know if we're like relaxing right now just because we're up or, you know, I don't know. This is Weber but, State, right? Yeah, this is Weber State. And, I don't know it, We had a lot of moments In the game Where we were up By like I say max Like 8 points We were up
3: Damn That's a lot
2: Yeah and like In the 4th set We were up I think Even in the 4th set We were up Like it was like 18-11 mm-hmm. And What? Yeah And we were we were up 2-1 Like the sets 18-11 And yeah <clears> and We were like I don't know And then Our serve Like our, I think Our serve receive And like I don't know Just like there's like a lot lot of like lag and like some stuff. It so could it be like I, I feel like I, you know, did some stuff that I just weren't like going to benefit the team and like, but um yeah, I think it was just a whole team thing. So you guys are seven
3: points like, away from, yeah, actually in the fourth set. Yeah. And in the fifth set, you were mentioning you guys were up.
2: We were up, yeah. It was like a point where like it was like 5 0. And like we were, like I said, we were in serving run and like we were just doing so good like we were just <laughs> putting balls away and then i think when we made that switch like at eight points mm. it was just like that's when it's like oh interesting
3: so we in weaver state won your um <laughs>
0: the conference tournament. your conference tournament yeah okay.
3: so they were conference champions basically so but they went
0: to the ncaa yeah Dang. did you do you think you tried everything like you know those moments like as a setter, like when the game is tough it's like you know your whole season's on the line like did you try
2: everything? Yeah. I try mean, everything you possibly can Every single dog? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, um... So, like, at every time out, we... I talk to the assistant, um... The lady coach, basically. Mm-hmm. Talk to her every time out, and she just tells me what to run, and, like... Who's the hot hitter and stuff, so... Kind of just go off base what she says. Mm-hmm. Or unless, like, you know... She trusts me, and, like, she, I just choose who I get to send and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I did try everything. I tried, like, you know, hyping up my teammates and, like, trying to get some pressure off of them. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a team thing. It's not like one person's going to, like, g- take it all away, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess I got to say, I mean, I did everything I could. Yeah. I left it all out there. I mean, it did suck when we, you know, lost, but.
3: What did your coach say in those moments, though? Like, when you guys are up 18, 11, or the fourth set or when you're up in the fifth set and then things are starting to change like what do you guys talk about in your timeout
2: um kind of similar like to what he says like in regular timeouts like it's gonna be tough i mean they're gonna play the best volleyball that they ever played in this match and we just have to like you know keep our foot on the gas pedal and just like keep going even mm. though we're like up like five points ten points like we just have to like like the game's not over until it the last whistle blows. so yeah what
3: do you feel like is the reason that happened like because <coughs> i mean i think i mean even stanford right like all the division ones it's always such a, a quick momentum change yeah when you think the game is over yeah and then the team will come back you know mm-hmm. or there's also those games where like once you let a team go up five points you're done you're probably gonna lose right? Cause yeah. like you guys even if you take turns siding out yeah you're gonna lose if you're up if yeah. you're down five points let's say like since you lived it you're in the game you're a starting setter you're touching every ball like what do you feel out there when that's happening is it just you just feel like energy's leaving your team or like yeah
2: sometimes i um it's kind of hard playing with people like who just like kind of let down like their energy Uh you know like especially like if moments get tough they're like they fold and stuff and like they fold under pressure like they don't want to play anymore or they mm. just like mm. lost energy. So I think it's just really tough to play around that because you know, you wanna feed off people's energy and like just have fun. But I feel like in tough situations it was just kind of like people gave up already before like the game was even done.
3: Even though you guys were up. Yeah. That's like crazy. it
2: just it just felt like, um, to me it was kind of like a I don't know, like I don't know they just they let go of the gas pedal like mm-hmm. they just like oh we're up and like mm-hmm. but like i don't know i kind of just i kept just what the coaches said like it's gonna be tough like they're gonna play the best volleyball that they're gonna ever play especially like we when we played weeper i mean we reverse swept them so mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh they're coming to get us like yeah kind of like the same thing but yeah kinda, it's kind of it's kind of tough but that's the reality of
3: it yeah that's why i feel like when that happens you know it's just when it gets to that point everyone's good everyone's playing the best volleyball you're at the end right yeah it's or something it's really about like who wants it you know yeah like it really is mental it's not about who's jumping higher who's hitting better it's probably just like that sh- you know that that will to really want to get it done you know because mm-hmm. um <coughs> yeah like even the national championship i remember it was like texas and um Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. Like, Texas, you can tell they just, you know.
2: They wanted it, yeah. They
3: hungry. They were trying to get that two-peat, you know. Yeah. And they got super seniors that are, like, trying to obviously win this last championship, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, which, I, which I feel like all coaches, I bet, they're, they're tr- uh, you know, they're probably trying to figure out what is the secret solution when that yeah. happens, right? Like, how do you get your team out of that slump or, like, mm-hmm. how do you, loo- like, lose gas all of a sudden? And yeah. Like, what do you do, right? Like. hmm can timeouts really work right or yeah. is it just like the players on the court batting together and like you know mm. Yeah. because remember we watched your sack game and you guys came back yeah you guys were down <laughs> like thought you guys were gonna lose that third set or whatever Remember? And you yeah. guys came back and same thing yeah. though sack state was doing well and then they just let go yeah The pedal and then man that's tough because i think yeah probably division one if you do that that's it right because yeah everyone got a big hitter everyone has really good players Mm-hmm. like an easy comeback, you know? Yeah. Man. Well, like, what did your team talk about at the end? Like, what was the locker room vibe, like, after?
2: Uh, well, it was pretty quiet, you know, a lot of people crying and just, like, especially for, like, the seniors. I mean, they really wanted this. We had, like, two super seniors that actually came back for their fifth year. Oh, dang. And, I mean, that was their goal. It was just a win, a conference uh, championship. 'Cause I f- I think when you win your conference and you win the conference tournament, like you get a trophy and you get rings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think their goal was to like either I don't know, like win both of them or at least one of them. <coughs> but uh yeah, it was pretty it's pretty tough. Uh we had like a tough talk and you know, it's kinda sad. Yeah. yeah, especially for the seniors who really wanted this, so yeah. I mean everybody wanted it but yeah.
3: Your team is your team more hungry now, like for next year or what's the outlook? Yeah,
2: I mean I feel like we, we kinda set a stand- standard for Montana State now. Like I mean we're you have a lot of returners? Yeah. We um so two already left and four is gonna to graduate in the spring. So yeah, there's a lot of returners. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah.
3: <coughs> but like you guys how's your starting lineup look though? Like obviously you're gonna be back, but Yeah, um,
2: so we recruited, like, about, like, two hitters and a setter. Um, We have a lot of great hitters. Uh, We have this, like, there's, like, a lot of good freshmen that redshirted this year and who are planning to play next year. And they're really good, like, they're really, like, athletic. So it's pretty exciting to see. I mean, and the freshmen, like, that redshirted, I actually take, like, the reps with them. After every mm. practice, so.
3: Oh, so you have a connection.
2: Yeah, so it's pretty, like, <laughs> it's pretty dope. It's pretty exciting to see. Cause That's
3: good. And you guys are, so you guys are definitely in a good path. Yeah. Moving forward for the program.
2: Yeah. I feel like we all trust our coaches, too. So what
3: do you, do. Um, d- I'm assuming you, you guys did those exit interviews or your coach, you know, at the end of the season or something?
2: Oh, like co- ma- meetings? Yeah, the meetings. Oh yeah, we have we didn't do that this year. Oh really? Yeah, cuz we ended so late. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I see. And yeah.
3: But uh okay, for you for yourself to wrap like towards uh, you know, wrap up this episode, like what are you working on for next season, I mean? Like like looking back at your whole season, what do, do you want to improve on and be better at? Um
2: Definitely being more offensive like, you know, being like a being another, you know, person to You know add to like the you know the i would say the offensive side like just being aggressive and you know being i don't know more dumping more like more dumping attacking just Mm -hmm. another attacker like on the side but Mm -hmm. i because i feel like this season it was kind of i lacked that a little bit so but yeah i think that's what i'm gonna work on more and just like my rhythm of like things and just getting yeah just getting better yeah
3: they let you dump whenever you want, or. Um. I know some college, some coaches like they don't let. They don't let uh, I kind of like, right?
2: yeah. I mean, my coaches are pretty lenient about it, but they also like remind me, like, oh, they're gonna go up with you, so try to find a different spot. Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. It was.
3: Cool.
2: I think that's what I'm gonna be working on, It's just getting better and like staying in shape.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So you guys have spring coming up after the. Winter, you guys have spring season? Yeah. Okay. And that's with your whole team and you guys are playing games?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll like, I think we'll scrimmage some schools. I think our coach is like thinking about um scrimmaging like some top, like top five schools or whatever. Oh, wow. Nice. So <coughs> cool.
3: That sounds know. fun. Yeah. Play Stanford. Play Stanford.
2: <laughs> no, it'll be fun, though. Especially like playing with like new girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be fun. So you go back
0: in spring season, and then you have you're you're done in like what, April, March or May? Um,
2: May. May and then yeah, I think that's like that's spring training, mm-hmm. and then come back home for like two weeks, and then go back. When are summer. you? When is like
0: your report date supposed to be? For or, like month for summer? Yeah, like you know when you're done with break and you just come back. Oh yeah,
2: um, I'm pretty sure. So I think we finished school like early may so like i guess we'll have like the whole month of may mm-hmm. and then we'll go back beginning of june dang and then you're like stuck there until yeah dang yeah this so what you, you got new hobbies hands.
3: you got any new hobbies over there <laughs> like you must get bored sometimes
2: uh yeah sometimes um i mean yeah i go on hikes a lot mm. I like on little walks but uh yeah nothing else to be honest yeah i haven't really made like besides my teammates i haven't really like made any new friends like, like just classroom friends, friends. <laughs> just classroom friends Yeah, like, i'm really i'm kind of close to my roommate um we kind of do a lot of things together she's not an athlete she's not like she's, she's... no she's a tennis player oh okay. yeah but um yeah so we kind of just you know do like we go on drives and stuff but that's about it <laughs> very wholesome stuff there yeah <laughs>
3: it's
4: kind
2: of yeah
3: yeah sounds like it's obviously more nature
4: yeah yeah and
2: also we're just like on the road a lot so like when i come back it's already like sunday or uh, like saturday yeah. and sunday i kind of just want to like sleep in just and chill chill catch up on stuff and then yeah. Monday's like back back to it
3: oh yeah <laughs> if you're a, if you're a college athlete <coughs> especially division one that's your life that's I mean, life <laughs> you know you're a volleyball player you gotta commit to that grind yeah commitment you know and uh, focus of just I mean what else are you gonna do you gotta do all that stuff you, you can't really do anything anyway because yeah. your, your schedule's so packed yeah
2: yeah and like it's kinda cool cause our coaches like they're really like understanding of like being like rested and stuff so they give us like maybe if we like come back on a Sunday they'll give us like we'll still practice but like we won't jump or anything so we'll probably just practice more defense and like just serving, and then still get more work in. But mm-hmm. they're more l- like understanding, they're like being able to rest. So
3: cool, cool. I mean, so okay. So last thing is, what's some advice you want to um, give to, let's say, high school player who has dreams like they want to they want to play uh, at the next level. Um, and then also maybe advice to someone that was in your shoes like maybe they're coming from like a JUCO or something mm-hmm. you know like what are what are some tips you got like?
2: Um, I'd say like it kind of really just depends on like how bad you want it to like how bad you want to be like you know if your dream is to be a division one athlete like how bad do you want to you know how bad you want that and I think it's just like it all like comes down to your training and how bad you want to like train every day and you know not it's not like a have to but like a want to you know Mm. mindset that's good and just like if you want that dream like you're gonna get it like you're gonna have to go and like train hard every single day ask for extra reps and like ask for advice from like coaches so I think just like having that mindset of like oh am I like am I gonna achieve this if i'm gonna achieve this then i'm gonna have to like work hard and um go to every single practice or like get some reps it doesn't matter like if nobody's there like ask for reps from a coach and yeah just put your mind to it and like just focus work hard i think that's the biggest thing
3: That's on point yeah i think um like it's funny you're saying it you're doing it now you're living it like I think everyone gets the you know the cliche work hard right yeah but people don't really know what that means like what like what is working hard working hard is the extra reps right yeah is the focus is coming to every practice is mm-hmm. the like you said the reps and asking for help and yeah all these little things that um, you have to want to do right like mm-hmm. I don't think your coach made you do the extra reps or you know mm. so. I think that's big because I, f- I feel like the coach like a lot of our coaches today, a lot of the athletes today, it's it's unfortunately it's more of us asking them to yeah. get more reps or implying to get more reps or mm. do the clinic, do the private lesson, or join that camp, yeah. instead of them, you know. Uh, I mean, we still have some players like that, but less and less. I feel like where, yeah. oh wow, that player is hungry. Mm-hmm. That player really wants more and more volleyball. You know. Yeah. And you need that, right? If you want to play. You want to achieve your goals whether it's playing college or making varsity or getting d1 becoming a d1 player like it applies to every level it's just done at a heart at a different mm-hmm. uh you know at a higher level or whatever, right so yeah
2: i kind of just think like it's just like a want to mindset like it's not gonna like come at you like it's not gonna be given to you you're just gonna have to like work hard for it and i feel like um i mean when i was at my juco i kind of like my freshman year i kind of grew that mindset of like oh, like, I want to go somewhere with this and, like, just play hard and, like, just work hard. Even behind, like, closed doors, like, it's just, like, a, like, I want to go D1. Like, I want to, you know, go somewhere with this. So I think it's just a want-to mindset for, like, especially athletes today in, like, high school, Um, just, like, knowing that nothing's going to be given to you. Like, especially, like, I mean, coming from, like, you know, like a small high school, or not a hi- small high school, but like a high school that wasn't very good. You know, I kind of like took UCLA as a, like, a stepping point to like going big and like, you know, playing at a high level. So, yeah.
3: yeah. We appreciate you, <coughs> Nelly, being on the epis on this episode. Um, like like you know, the, if the listeners don't know, like we said earlier, Nelly's born and raised here. You know, um, and. Nellie, we appreciate you coming back here all the time, you mm-hmm. know? Like, Nellie doesn't have to. Like she just said, she's busy. She She's in Montana. When she comes home, I'm sure there's a lot of things you want to do, people you mm-hmm. want to see, the food you want to eat, yeah? <laughs> but, you know, hope our, hope our club members realize, like, Nellie, you come back anyway, you know? You always come back here. <coughs> Whether it's visiting, popping in, joining one of our practices, doing the clinics, mm-hmm. uh, some lessons, you know, whatnot, like... um you know, you always come back, so we appreciate it. And now, you know, you are kind of um, that success story, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I hope the other kids, the younger kids, they see. Hopefully, they can see themselves in you, you yeah. know, and that it inspires them to go for it and and all that. Because let's be real, like how many Division One NCAA players are from Hayward, you know, San Leandro, You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This area and there's not just making it but starting Mm -hmm. and then not just starting but being successful right Mm -hmm. does not i mean it happens but not too often you know um so you're a success story and obviously you're still living your you know you're 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 surviving your your um your story and your your volleyball career is still going on and so it's good to see that um and that's why we appreciate you coming back and sharing like your knowledge like i like how you come back and you're willing to share. to the coaches and talk to the players and the, and all of us about what you're learning mm-hmm. you know and yeah i hope that <coughs> people listening see that why not them right yeah mm-hmm. could be you too but you got to dream it you got to want it you got to go for it like if you never try you're not gonna do it you yeah know? so yeah but yeah thanks <laughs> nelly thanks for being on the episode
0: thanks, thanks for having nelly. me
3: we'll see nelly. you we'll see you again in the <laughs> summer <laughs> i know
0: <laughs> next year <laughs> Let's all share. right. Thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, our TikTok, um, and our YouTube channel for more content. As always, if there's anything else you guys want to hear or any other guests you guys may want to hear from, just let us know. Shoot us a DM or an email. But we'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.